Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. When is a podcast not a podcast? Well, when it's an audio-based learning experience, of course. Now, here's the good news. Your podcasting chops means you're already at the top of the class. See what I did there? Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. This week we're talking about things you can do with your podcast that clearly are not podcasting. So far we've talked about live events. We've talked about putting out a good newsletter. And today we're going to talk about learning. We're going to talk about audio-based learning environments and opportunities. You might have heard the number that is often bandied around from China. The fact that China podcasting earns somewhere in the neighborhood of $7 million. Maybe it was $7 billion. It's a big number. It's a gigantic number that starts with a seven, I believe. And that's the amount of revenue generated from podcasting in China. And it's not advertising revenue. It's not sponsorship revenue. Advertising revenue for podcasting in China is reportedly coming from people who pay to access content. Interesting, because as you know, in the States, as well as the majority of the places in the planet, podcasts are free, mostly. There are a few paid apps, but podcasting is by and large free here. Yeah, not so much in China, those numbers would tell you. But actually, those numbers are accurate, but it's not what you and I would consider podcasting. In China, there is a huge booming business for audio-based learning experiences that are delivered similarly to a podcast. But most of that $7 billion that's spent is on people who are paying to be educated on a topic. They are paying for courses. This is online education or the analog to that. That's where the money's coming from. It's audio-based. People access it on their smartphones. So sure, we could call that a podcast, like we can call just about anything a podcast these days. So, one thing to keep in mind is that when you see that number bandied around, it is all about this online learning, this learning experience, audio-based learning experience, which begs the question and sets the premise for this particular episode of Podcast Pontifications. Can you do that? Can you make an audio-based learning experience that may be worth someone paying for? Or you can get away for free, I suppose. So that's really the conversation here. What's it take to make an online audio-based learning course? And specifically, I want to talk about the concept of a truly audio-based learning experience. Because lots of podcasters, 
Lots of professional service providers, lots of experts or gurus in their field have already created courses, video-based courses, online platforms like Udemy, lots of places where you can go and create a course, create a class. People can sign up and take that class, some live, sometimes less live. Really all depends, but there's lots of things for that out there. Lots of applications already exist to keep that going. But in almost all of those cases, there's a visual component, video, text you have to read, those sorts of things. And and maybe that's always needs to be there. But again, for the purpose of this particular episode, I want to explore the concept of making audio-based learning experiences. Because you, the working podcaster, you got a microphone. You have the equipment to make all the stuff that you need. Can you make something special? Just an audio for people to learn from you. Now, maybe you already, people already learn from you. I suppose you could argue that you're listening to this show because you want to learn something. I get that. But a course is a very different thing. They tend to be self-contained. They tend to be focused on an idea. They have lessons. They have, you know, things you have to do to capture, not just soaking up the quote-unquote, wisdom of some dude behind a microphone. So I've been thinking about this for a long time because people have been on me to do this for a long time. Yeah, and I've actually done one course that I did make on my own. It wasn't an online-only experience. It was a it was a live event. Well, it was online because people Skyped in from all around the country and took the class for like six weeks. So I've done that. Clearly, I wrote Podcasting for Dummies, so that is very much a how-to book, so I know how to do that. And I happen to be married to a fantastic curriculum developer and instructional designer. That's what Sheila does. So I have all of the pieces necessary to do it, but I resisted the temptation. Uh, Well, actually, it's not the temptation. I've just brushed off all the people that have asked me to do it because I know these things take a long time. In order to do it properly... It's going to take some time. But then there's the big question of what would I teach? And it's not because I don't know that I have things to teach. Clearly, I do. It's coming up with the clear and concise thing that I want to put out. That's the hardest part for you, working podcaster. You have skills. You have expertise. You know things. Many of those things that you know, people would love to pay you to have you teach them. But can you do it? Can you really do it? That's the big challenge. What does it take to put together a good online course? I'm not an expert in putting together online courses, so I can't really tell you how to do that. As typical, I want to talk about the why you want to do that. The great thing about having this audio-based learning experience is that numbers are a different thing. This is not likely going to be general release. It'd be great if hundreds of thousands of people listen to your show or your your new online learning experience. But in reality, it's going to be a small number, but it's designed to be a small number. I mean, classrooms you go to are small, 20, 30, maybe 100 or so. We're not talking about a massive online course, which they have those MOOCs that are out there. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being very laser focused with your content, so that just the people who want to learn that thing will be able to learn that thing. Could you teach that? 
whatever your thing is. Could you, over the course of five, maybe seven, I don't know the number, whatever the number of episodes is, could you clearly and concisely say, this is how to do that thing? Step by step, in an audio form. I think you probably could. I think you're going to find it's going to take a lot of work to put all of that together, obviously. No, you can't just repurpose your previously released episodes. That's um, that's cheating. You can go back to the well and you can draw from those things you've already previously talked about, but you need to make something new and concise. And with applications like Glow, you could actually put this content up and make it a paid option only, self-contained, isolated. Why not? I think it's worth exploring, and it's something I am going to be exploring. Oh, I just said it. Yep, my plan is to do something like that. I want to figure out what I need to talk about, what I think is worthwhile to you, and what I think I can really make something special about. Rather than me coming on and rambling for nine minutes every day, this will be clear, focused, nailed down. So I'm thinking about doing it. I'm curious what you're thinking about doing. What do you have? What skills do you have that you think would translate really well into an audio-based learning experience? You can tell me in the comments right here. I'll read them. I'll reply. I do that. Or you can go to flick.group slash podcast pontifications. That's a private uh, mobile app only forum that's free for you to join. Talk with other people as well. And if you want to show your support for my program, hey, great, you could buy me a coffee. I don't mean really buy me a coffee. I mean go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. Mad props if you sign up for a monthly coffee purchase. That's nice. Keeps the show going. And by the way, no ads here. And if you are in business and you need help figuring out your podcasting strategy, maybe your business has the idea for an audio-based learning experience for an additional revenue stream. Hey, let's talk about that. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro reaches me. You can visit podcastlaunch.pro to see a list of services that we are currently offering clients. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, Unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com.
If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.